Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, mate, it's just Matt dropping in quickly, letting you know that, uh, yeah, a few minor sound issues on this episode. Sam wasn't able to record at her end. Uh, she was recording remotely. So her sound's a little bit scratchy, especially at the start, but I think it improves as the episode goes along. Also, I don't think we mentioned it, but uh, yeah, this was a bit of a tester episode. First time we've done one in years. The next one you'll see will be back to the 80s countdown, our series two, which obviously has been on a, on a long hiatus. And I imagine you're all sitting on the edge of your seat uh, waiting to see who was voted as the best 80s rock album. The other thing, uh, just listening back through this episode, we talk over some of the music we play a bit and that would be annoying, I imagine. And I apologize. Or maybe that's the whole point of the show. I don't know. Anyway, enjoy. It's good to be back. Welcome to Listen Now, the podcast where we go through the back catalogues of some of the most important and rockinest bands of all time. We're starting with Australian pub rock legends Cold Chisel, or at least we did start with that first season, which was years ago, but we're coming back to it. This is episode 20 of that season. I'm your host, Matt Stewart, and with me, as always, is my co-host and co-cousin, Sam Tonkin. Welcome, Sam. Hello from from three years ago. <laughs> you sound like you're, you're coming through on a real scratchy line. I'm coming from pre-COVID times, mid-COVID. COVID times, mid-COVID like times. Um, we're in lockdown, so you know. <laughs> well, they, I, they were they were times. I've Let's... got exciting news for you from the future. Jimmy oh. Barnes is back, even though he never went away, and he's super prolific, and he's releasing music all the time. Of but course. he's back with a brand new outfit called the Barnstormers. Oh, how aptly, it? how aptly named. <laughs> it's um, yeah, you, your computer's going to want to autocorrect it because he's uh, put the e in there. Because his name's spelled Barnes, you see. Oh, so, so it's a play on his name. I see. I see. I see. Gosh, that's probably, clever. You were probably thinking for a bit. Is it Barnes Tormers? Yeah, I mean that's what I read it as, but no. Barnes yeah. Tormers. What is, Barn- what's a Tormer? Well, I was thinking it was Barn Eh Tormers. Oh yeah. I was like, oh, what's what is a Barn? What is what a is an what is a what is barn? an S? What is an S? What is a Tormer? Did you just ask what a Barn is? Yeah, I thought we just could um, roll right over that and oh, not talk on. about it. Oh, oh what's that? He's not happy. Actually, I think oh. someone's here to <laughs> show you a piece of their mind. They're like, stop making fun of the band name. Who is this guy? What's he got to say? Oh, there he is. Oh, I've missed it. I'm not even mad. Barnsley, the screaming cowboy himself. <laughs> <laughs> He's been climbing hills for years. Man, I've I've missed that. I can hardly remember. It really has been years since we we took a short break from the show while we're waiting for a lockdown to be over because it was becoming too difficult to record um, remotely. But luckily, uh, the stupid old studios is up and running again, even if you have moved to the country. So we can (laughs) record this uh, down the satellite line. Uh, the, fu- the technology in the future is amazing. You're it is right. really quite great. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be talking about Jimmy Barnes' new band and new album, uh, Barnstormers, or The Barnstormers. The Barnstormers. So, 
Uh, I reckon even for listeners who aren't super familiar with Jimmy Barnes, and I think most of them would be now because we really banged on about him quite a bit in season one. A couple of times, yeah. But this band is uh, kind of an international super group, really, uh, including a couple of couple of Australian legends, Jimmy Barnes on vocals, of course. Of course. And uh, The Living End's Chris Chaney. You- Which, I mean, stoked. Stoked. Man, at high school was a big... A uh, Living End fan. Actually, you know, still yeah. am. And I I mean, I saw them, I was in Belfast, I saw them support the Dropkick Murphys, whatever. Oh, it was such a great a show. Killer show. What, if I was going to play for listeners who don't know The Living End, what song should I play a bit of? Prisoner of Society, oh, surely. Yeah. That's, yeah, that makes sense. All right. Here's, if you don't know The Living End, here's a little bit of them. And they definitely started off as a very rockabilly band, which the Barnstormers are. It's a, a rockabilly outfit. But they, they were sort of a... This was off their first album and an EP was before that. De- this was their debut, wasn't it? Yeah, debut, debut LP. Ugh. But it was recorded on an EP before that, but... Oh. tell us what that You can hear the rockabilly influence. I think they were oh, even yeah. more rockabilly earlier than this but it's sort of pop punk mixed with rockabilly what was this 1998 i reckon 98 yeah um so yeah chris cheney's on on lead guitar uh then you've got on the drums slim jim phantom from the stray cats yes and you I... I, I don't know them all that well i know you know um they're big hits but you you know them a bit better than me, I think. Uh, probably probably not a whole lot more. I only know of Stray Cats because I know it's. I've always known as like one of Chris Cheney's biggest influences. Right. Must be surreal for him to have collaborated. Imagine, yeah, that'd be like us hanging out, and then we just have like literally Jimmy Barnes come screaming <laughs> in the studio. I can't. That would. <laughs> My um, mind. <laughs> so the the big one that comes to mind when I think of them is Stray Cat Struts. I'll play a quick burst of that. And it's like Slim Jim's drumming is obviously such a key part of their sound. Yeah. And uh, yeah, also a very key part of the Barnstormer sound. Of course. And you can, yeah, you can definitely see how The Living End were influenced by them. Yeah, for sure. Then on bass, it's Kevin Caveman Shirley, but I think he was he was sort of more of a producer. Yeah, so I, I looked him up because I had no idea who he was. Um, he is a producer, uh, mostly. I mean, that's, um, you've just said what I said again. Yes. You really are. You are on a three-year <laughs> delay. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 albums has oh, he produced? Gosh. Uh so he um I think my favorites that I noted he actually mixed um Cold Chisel's Last Wave of Summer, which is pretty oh, sick. There you go. Um he worked on the Baby Animals debut album and produced Silverchair's debut Frog Stomp, which oh, no is shit. significant. So I maybe would say. I'll I'll play some of the Frog Stomp then. Yeah. <laughs> but he, so he's a South African, just adding to the international vibe. Yeah, um, moved to Australia in the 80s. And then the I, Stray Cats are American, right? I thought they were US, yeah. Um, so 
what song from Frog Stomp should I play? Probably got to be Israel's Son, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, opening track. It's a banger. And just sick production. Or sick. The mix on this is so good. And I put that down to the caveman himself. <laughs> but his, his credits also list bands like Journey, Iron Maiden, Led Zeppelin, Rush, um, Dream Theater. So uh, it's like pretty. I, I went through all the, all the Australian ones. Mr. You Big. Hootie Gurus, The Angels, Screaming Jets, and uh, Tina Arena. Holy shit. Which is, I would say Tina Arena is a bit different to this. A little bit different. Um, but did you know, and I learned this from Australian comedian Bronwyn Cuss, that uh, she's got a very funny bit about it, that Tina Arena's real name is Pina Arena. It is not, is it? Yeah, Filipina <laughs> Arena. So she was called Pina Arena as a kid and changed her name to Tina Arena. Fantastic. It's a great fun fact. Let's just have a listen to this Kevin the Caveman Shirley production here. Just also imagine being 16 and that's the opening track to your debut album. So good. But Far it's, out. It's, also, it's wild that, I mean, yeah, such an impressive list of uh, bands he's worked with. Yeah, I wonder that, and that was like I was picking out like my favorites of the Australian list. You've just picked out some of the biggest names like in music, yes. and that's hardly scratching the surface of what he's done. Oh, he worked with Lime Spiders, another legendary Aussie punk band. Uh, he's Billy got range. Squire. Billy oh my Squire, God. that's cool. <laughs> Ammonia, oh, and they're uh, that was a, I love them uh, back in the day. Another Aussie so, band. Divinals. Iron Maiden. Holy shit. Aerosmith. Slayer. Slayer. Just ridiculous. Oh, little Steven from from um, the E Street Band. Joe Satriani. Holy shit. Body Jar. That's probably the pick of the bunch. <laughs> it's a really an amazing list of bands. It just um, keeps going. So, oh, Lordy, the Eurovision winners from back in the day. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so now we've got him on bass. Then, uh, but we're not done yet. To round out the fivesome, got Jules Holland, the English musician and TV show host. I, until researching for this, did not realise that he was a musician because I only knew him of his TV show. <laughs> oh, right. Well, he often on this show, he'll like, he goes over to the piano and jams along with the guests and stuff. But he, he was in Squeeze? I didn't know that. So I, I, I definitely knew him from from um, from the TV show first and foremost. Yeah, there's a clip of, from a few years ago with Idols playing on there. I'm like, this is the best, <laughs> and it was on his show. It was like, this is this is TV. I can't. We, why don't we have a show like that where bands? Do we have a show here that, anymore? Not like, that I'm aware of. It used to be like what the panel. Yeah, or the Rove, panel. Or Rove I mean, Live? there was heaps of yeah. The panel, Rove Live, even Hey at Saturday had music guests. Recovery, oh, yeah. the ten thirty slot. Yeah, do we have? I don't know anymore? if we have a show anymore. We surely. I can't think of one. If you're a TV producer, please. He, he was we're, re we're requesting. Holy shit! There you go. I don't, don't know for very for long, cats. but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's see. I mean, it doesn't really matter. We should probably get to the um. <laughs> Probably should get to the the band we're actually meant to be talking about. Let me have a look. Uh, we're kind of talking about it. He was, I tried to, he was I in tried, there through their 
the from seventy four to eighty one, and then eighty five to ninety. So he was there through you know, significant the key periods. Seventy four. I, um, I tried to look up just like a couple of like cool artists that he'd had on his show, but he's had like four hundred episodes, and every episode has like five artists, and all of them are cool. So yes, like, I couldn't even pick like fun favorites. They were just too. It's too much. So he was definitely there for Cool for Cats, which mm-hmm. is sort of probably their most iconic song. How good's that? Love it. Um, all right. So that's the band. And he's in the UK just to like really spread him out. Yeah, exactly. South Africa, UK, US, we think. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how hard would it be to look up where the stray cats are from? Not hard. Let me do uh, it. Slim Jim, New York City. New York City. Yes. Okay. Would have been embarrassing to get that wrong. I mean, we are a couple of music experts, and that's why people come here to listen to us <laughs> for our musical knowledge. <laughs> um, so I found this uh, article here on themusic.com.au. I'll just read a bit. Of, it's a pretty short article. But um, it says uh, of the band, it talks about how they took on the song by Don Walker, our man Don. Our man. What do we call him? The Sausage? Is that what we used uh, to call him? I can't remember uh, any of the I things we used to say. I know Mossy was Maple Moss. Maple syrup moss. Barnsey was gravel. Gravel and honey. Gravel and honey. Beautiful combination. And uh of course the best songs were Cum Thumpers. Of course. <laughs> Is that they right? get knocked down and they get up again. But <laughs> no, that was <laughs> That's uh Tumblewumba Thumpers. <laughs> That's Tub Thumpers. That's their number one song. You're getting confused between Tub Thumpers and Cum Thumpers. Um, It says, Jimmy Barnes revealed the existence of this new supergroup on the first episode of the new season of Rockwiz a few weeks ago. So this is earlier this year. Rockwiz is a big... uh, Well, that's the show. That would be the Australian Uh, show that you have live music played on, of course. They normally do a cover. The two guests will normally collaborate to do a cover at the end. Yeah. then it says, the Barnstormers aren't just here with a new song. The band will also release a full self-titled album, which they've now done in May, a couple of months ago. Uh, I bought it on vinyl. I've got it on vinyl. I have to post a photo of me holding it. Beautiful, uh, lovely cover art. The sort of Yeah, the cover art's cool. Old school, like, uh, what do they call them? Wing walkers, sort of, like in an yeah. old uh, biplane. And they're all sort of drawn in caricature form. Um. It says, in December, Barnes was given the all clear following major hip surgery. So he was out of action for a while. He was on crutches, wasn't he? You been following mm-hmm. him on the socials? Yeah, I'm watching his, uh, him and Jane going swimming, doing their recovery. <laughs> it's very wholesome. Oh, it's so wholesome. He's the most wholesome social media poster, maybe this side of uh, baby John Birch's. Um, but <laughs> but the, um, the, yeah, the other great thing he's been up to is he's been touring with the Jane Barnes band. So she's yeah. taken up guitar. I reckon maybe even COVID time she, or maybe she doubled down on it. Yeah, and I think it was double down. Yeah. They went out touring it. Awesome. And he's just part of the backing band. Love Imagine it. that. I'm like, Hey, my name's Jane. This is my band. And then in the background, you just hear gravel and honey. <laughs> it's like in the shadows. What a ledge. I appreciate it. I appreciate all of it. And th- how's this for wholesome? This is what he posted about um, getting h- home with a, a new hip. He said, a new hip and good health. A, a new hip and good health. A few months off home with my girl. The best present I could ask for. And, oh, God. Uh, it was a photo of him and actor Sam Neill sitting in hospital <laughs> together. 
Why was Sam Neill in hospital? Probably visiting. Oh. oh. <laughs> I'm picturing them both like just little grey-haired men in beds together. Yeah. I was like, because Sam's had a hip replacement too. This is too much. Um, it says... His mates in the living end helped out when Barnes had to pull out of shows while he was recovering from surgery. Chris Cheney released his debut solo album. Oh, I don't think I even knew that. <laughs> Have you caught that? Um, no. It was called The Storm Before the Calm last year. Uh, oh, shit. Following nine albums as a member of the living end. Um, yeah, that's interesting. We should uh, listen to that probably. <laughs> yeah, let me do. You keep talking. I'll find a quick squiz on it. Let me... Yeah, the calm before the... Storm before the calm? The storm before the calm. I feel like he's got that arse end around. Si- single number one is called California. All so right, he let's have a little play. He and the family moved to California and were there for a few years and then moved back during COVID. Ah. Is this giving you Bruce Springsteen 80s vibes? A little bit, yeah. Even his vocals are a bit yeah. bossy. Ooh, a bit of jangle. That's fun. I've been right into jangle lately. Um, oh, that's... This is so 80s. So, I am yeah. into it. It's like a mix of... It's like 80s influenced by 60s jangle. Yes. I like it. That's fun. Oh, shit. This just fully passed me by. I don't know how I missed this. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, but yeah, oh. geez, that is, that's got, it feels real throwbacky. Love it. Um, I'll give, a, give that a good squeeze later. I imagine he would have been like, in, I imagine he's probably was in, in school in the 80s. It would have been some formative uh, retro sounds for him. Um, yeah, that's that's fantastic. So I yeah, can't believe I missed that. There's uh, there's eleven tracks anyway on the Barnstormers album, mm-hmm. and they've taken a bit of a mixed bag. Um, there's a bar. There's actually a Cold Chisel cover on here from their most recent album. Um, there's also a Cheney original, uh, a Don Walker, and then a bunch of um, covers of of classic. Classic um, rockabilly tunes. Oh, yeah. Uh, including uh, Roy Orbison's Working for the Man. I'm curious because we haven't talked about this at all. I'm really curious no. to hear what you think of it. It, did, it charted uh, number three in Australia on the album chart. Excellent. Um, and the other chart it made was the Swiss albums chart. It got into the top 60 there. <laughs> Thank you, Swiss chart. Which, of course, makes sense to us. You and I having Swiss Italian heritage, so I mean, we are one sixteenth Italian, Swiss Italian. So, <laughs> well, I think we're one quarter Swiss Italian, which makes us one eighth Swiss. Uh, okay, yeah, maths. Look, maths was never my strong point. No, so we're I mean, go uh, with it. I think the my comedy, uh, <laughs> my comedy ancestry is one sixteenth Swiss Italian. I think that's way funnier <laughs> to just to be claiming. No, I'm actually, uh, I've actually got a pretty interesting background. I'm one sixteenth Swiss Italian. So, <laughs> but uh, I think Nana makes up uh, one quarter of us. Um, do the maths, carry the two. Anyway, should yeah, we should we go through track by track, or have you got anything else you want to say before we start? Look, I just, I, 
I so I listened to this. I just want to give a quick overview. I listened to this with zero context except for um, it's Jimmy Barnes. Yeah. That's all I knew about it when I first listened to it. My the very first track, the first thought I had was, "Oh, this is like real Stray Cats vibes." <laughs> Amazing. Um, but then it took me until track ten to realize that there were covers on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Even through working for the man, you surely yep. you must have we heard never, that at some point. No, we we weren't a weren't a Orby fan. Not a Big O family. No, when you hear a, Big O, you think of the racehorse octagonal. Uh, yeah. Yes, you nailed that. <laughs> There's two types of people. You say, hey, you know the big O. One type of person goes, oh, yeah, Roy Orbison. The other type goes, oh, octagonal in the Cerise. And beautiful racehorse. And I it's fell into the ladder. The little um, O, Lonro. <laughs> <laughs> this is some niche content here. Um, <laughs> someone out there is listening going, I get that reference. Nodding. Uh, They're nodding happily. <laughs> and then uh, quite a few others going, can we just listen to the fucking album, yeah. please? <laughs> it's been 20 minutes. You and guys three can years. go out and buy it yourselves, <laughs> right? We're only playing little clips and telling you what you think. You can go yeah. listen, make your own minds up. Yeah, and then tell us about it. Email us. Please do. Uh, we'll get to, obviously, the letters to Alan Bag after we listen to these tunes. But uh- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, I was thinking maybe Sam for uh, something a bit different. We'll go through these songs in order of the on the album. What do you reckon? Well, oh, yeah, I like that. That's um, that's real left left to center. But yeah, because um, I know yeah, your totes random. Two thousand and five me is like uh, yeah, totes totes as, um, <laughs> as a yeah teenager. You might have said once upon a time. It's a real yes. fresh. Sorry to talk the language of the uh, the kids on the streets today. The youths. Uh, mate, that is uh, actually totes random. So, um, totes rando lol. Could you chillax for a second, please? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm having, I'm having secondhand embarrassment. I'm having also, firsthand embarrassment. And also firsthand embarrassment. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, but it's fun. There's still uh, the term. Well, I think you, if you're paying attention, you know that those terms are cringy at the time. Yes. But for some, it takes, it's like people are starting, you know, people have been making fun of people saying doggo recently. It's like, that's always felt uh, cringy to me. Yeah. And yet, <laughs> it's like you use it like ironically, but then accidentally it's part of your lingo. And then now you are that person. Yeah. That's and true. I, will I think keep that's saying how doggo. all of that does, um, that's how nearly all of that comes about, I reckon. Pretty anyway. Much. First track on the album music is a song <laughs> written by Wayne Walker, which is such a sick name, and Michael uh, Pierce, known as Webb Pierce, uh, a couple of old school honky tonk American musicians. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's called Sweet Love on My Mind. And I just right off the bat. Yeah, like immediately I was like. Rockabilly, straight cuts, yeah. It's, it's interesting that you came into it not... It must have been like, oh, I see what they're going for. 
That's yeah, pretty well, clear like, right off the bat, isn't it? Yeah. Like... And then knowing, like, Jimmy's, like, love for, um, you know, the kind of older, older rock. Yeah. 50s, 60s kind of rock. That's more what I was expecting, but... Well, this uh, rockabilly is probably heyday is back then, right? 60s, mostly? Fifth, oh, yep. 50s, 60s? Hey, look, you're the ex- you're the music expert. I think of you as a musicologist, would that be fair to say? Amateur musicologist? <laughs> Amateur underline emphasis. <laughs> Amateur. Um, let me have a look. Uh, uh, dates back to the early 50s. So oh. maybe I'm, maybe I'm, am I the music expert of this podcast? You, the tables, <laughs> the turns have tabled. But yeah, this is, just, this is just classic rockabilly stuff. And then the second track is uh, by Octagonal, sorry, the other big O. <laughs> the other Roy big O. Orbison, working for the man. You know Pretty Woman by the big O. I know o. that. He's real good. And I, I, you know, I love the original of this. Sometimes when it's a cover of a song you already love, can be hard. But they haven't, they haven't done, they haven't taken it too far from the original. No, because I gave the, I did give the original a listen for context. Yeah. And I thought that he did it well. Yeah, I like it. You know um, how he was in the Traveling Wilburys. Broderson, yes. along with you know other legends, Bob Dylan, George Harrison, Tom Petty, the guy from ELO, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. ELO, <laughs> Jeff Lynne. I always blank on his name, but apparently the rest of the the traveling Wilburys were like he was the one they were all starstruck about working with. Really, like he was a legend of the legends. Far out, Bob Dylan. I guess he was, maybe he was slightly older than them, which probably oh, plays into true. it a bit. He was like, they loved him before they came up. A bit up, more maybe. established. Couldn't, couldn't have been that much before. Uh, track three, and I don't want to, no spoilers, but this is my favourite on the album, Johnny's Gone. And this one. Um, oh, was this immediate. Don Walker, which a that, little bit of Saturday Night found, I, found audio. The, the note that I have on my thing, immediately I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this song is sick. To me, this is the standout of the album, I reckon. It's, yeah, heavy, heavy Don influence to the early Chisel days, for sure. And it's, in, it's kind of interesting. Obviously, they were looking for a pianist and they... Apparently, I think one of the producers or someone said, oh, I've got a mate who can play piano. Have you heard of Jules Holland? Like, yeah, perfect. That's Just casually. Good. Yeah, cool. What's he doing these days? Because you, I mean, obviously Don Walker is, is another good option, but maybe he didn't want to be involved. I don't know. Yeah. Really struggling not to sing along and ruining yeah, it. Yeah, I'm really trying. <laughs> <laughs> I like I keep catching myself hum- humming to it. Oh, it's so good. Um, so that's track three. A Don Walker. A Don, I think Don Walker did release it uh, back in the day, but yeah, that's that's track three, and that was a single as well. And then track four is "Lonesome Train" by Bradley Moore and Sabofsky, which is a great. Uh, trio of names. Um, 
But yeah, if, I think it's the kind of album that you're either going to love or not, right? I think so. I also big fan of this one. I love the piano in this. Yeah, it's I really know nothing, tinkling on those ivories. I was about to say, I know nothing about piano, but I just want to say it sounds like he's just absolutely tinkling all the <laughs> And did, did you know that this was all recorded, I think... A lot of them have never met. Yeah. Uh, oh. And they just record it. They, you know, they record their bit, send it on, and they would just sort of pass around and they'd see how it came up. And I was like, oh, this sounds great, actually. Again, technology in the future. Amazing. Yeah. So good. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd love to go to a bar and these. Oh. this was the band playing, you know, dive bar with them playing up in the corner. Be pretty yep. happy with that. That would be... Perfect. And it's also it's just one of those bands where you can I think it's probably something to do with like the style of music back in the day. You, everyone has their place. Like you can if you want to focus on any member of the band, you can hear Yeah, yeah. You can yes. hear them, you can hear how much they're nailing it. It's funny it's you no say it just then sort of because I just like really honed in on the bass just then. Yes. Yeah, the bass in the song's sick. The caveman. The caveman. Bit of sax there, is it? Yeah, it does pop up a little bit. Um, Alright, then we've got track five is uh, 13 women and only one man. What a scenario this is. Singing about a time where I think uh, bombs went off and killed all the men in town. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fucking hell. All that remains, I think, is Barnsley, or, you know, the narrator of the song, and he's having the time of his life. He is having a good old damn time. Because there's 13 women and only one man. And only one man in town. Jimmy's voice, stunned, stunning. So good. It's so well suited to this genre. Yes. Oh, God, yes. Two in the morning. So he's got a spare. Sounds exhausting. You know, for a, a day, you got 24 <laughs> hours, 13, 13 women. He's got one to butter his bread. Imagine that. Imagine how many women you'd need to have one whose only job was buttering your bread. That's a lot of women. That's a lot of women. I think 13 women <laughs> yeah. would be the right amount, right? Because I assume he's, you know, he'd be sleeping for probably at least eight hours. If he's like me, once 10. Yeah, healthy. Which leaves 14 hours. 13 women. Maybe he's having 11 hours. He's got one woman per hour. And then, and then a bit of downtime. <laughs> a bit of downtime. Hey, I need a bit work, of me time, work life ladies. Balance. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this look. You got to remember, there's 13 women, but only, only one, one man me. in town. Okay, one of me. Okay, <laughs> and I, I need my time too. Okay, there's a lot of you to go around, but not a lot of me. Okay. No one asked. What about Jimmy? What about Jimmy? Uh, track six, dear dad, dear dad. I'm in a town with uh, 13 women and only one me. <laughs> How Chuck Berry is that little I, yeah. riff, or whatever that was? Probably not a riff. 
Sorry about having editor. the lingo down. Yep. We're rusty. This is by Jack Fishman and Joe Henderson. Oh, and I should say 13 Women and Only One Man is by Dickie Thompson. Classic Dickie. Yeah. It's enough Dickie to go around. I think it was the... <laughs> Allegedly. Oh, yeah. It's just a fun album. It is. That was like summary note fun. Yeah. It's just a fun old school party album. Yeah. Uh, then we got Crazy Crazy Lovin'. Lovin' this. Hear that Slim Jim tippity tapping. A real classic Stray Cats. I'm getting like drumming on the rim of the kid, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah, this is just real classic stuff. This is a Johnny Carroll song. It's a American rockabilly muso. This, um, this one gave me a little bit more country than, yes, than the others. It's totally. still, still definitely like main rockabilly, but just a little bit more country to it. Love the vibe. It's a crazy love, baby. Oh, just for me man I love that one I think that's my second favorite on the album then we got sweet nothings this is by Ronnie self another American rockabilly singer songwriter um, this one gives me like the kids are doing a real down dirty like the twist oh, yeah. kind of you know knees are bent <laughs> yeah <laughs> wearing like a powder blue jacket with a big black lapel yeah black pants shiny shoes just and real a real poofy like yeah, poodle quiff. skirt <laughs> oh the quiffs oh well, who's gonna say poofy quiff but yeah poofy skirt <laughs> poofy quiff the poofy yep balance uh, it'll be yeah <laughs> it's a real yin and yang of poofiness there <laughs> Um, Jimmy's voice again. I mean, this is what an illustration of his gravel honey just coming together. Aged like fine gravel. (laughs) And then we got uh, Land of Hope and Glory, which is a chisel cover, which it's not miles off the original, really. Yeah, it's just leaning into the this vibe a bit more. But this one was written by uh, lyrics by Barnsey. That's why we got great lines like "Big Dick." <laughs> Is that I what he says? Yeah, that's that's the line that should have made me realize that it was a cover. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this is Don Don Walker. Oh yeah, there it there is. You go. <laughs> Big ass. The rhyme of lick and dick. I don't think you'll hear that in a Don Walker penned lyrics. But Don did the music. Barnsley just, he'll say what everyone's thinking. Where Don, he'll get, he'll, he'll work his way around. Use a maybe slightly more poetic language. <laughs> <laughs> I 
It's just such a chunky song. Chunky is the absolute right word for this. It's thick. <laughs> thick, thick. Yeah. Then we got another, an Aussie classic tune, uh, the wild one himself, Johnny O'Keefe, and his song, Real Wild Child, which was, I think this is, am I remembering this right? This is like the Rage theme song or? Oh. Is that, am I right? I'm thinking that. Seems like that's not, wait. I reckon it's yeah the Iggy Pop. So it's it's by Johnny O'Keefe, Aussie rock legend, who's got his nickname from his song. He's known as the Wild One, and uh, he was sort of like I think he was like maybe the first big Aussie rock star, oh. you know, in Australia, and. Um, and then uh, yes. Iggy Pop covered it in the 80s. And I reckon yeah. maybe it was that Iggy Pop version, which was on Rage. Oh, you might be right. And I think, because I think that clip is of Iggy Pop sort of crawling around on the ground and stuff. But yeah, this song's sick. This is just like a bona fide classic. Released, originally released by Johnny O'Keefe in 1958. There you go. Eight. Far out. Who else covered it? A few people have covered this. Living End has covered it. Yep. Uh, Jet? Jet apparently covered it. Oh, the, the Crickets. Uh, sorry, Jer- Jerry Allison of the Crickets covered it uh, with Buddy Holly backing on guitar. What? That's wild. Jerry, Jerry Lee Lewis, Lewis has covered it. That's sick. Fuck yeah. On your JOK. Um, great tune. And then uh, the final one. Yeah, it's funny. I did. Oh, like I know that that's like an Australian classic, but I didn't realize mm. that it uh, had been covered by legends around the world. That's didn't cool. Didn't realize just how significant it was. That's sick. Uh, and then the final track on the album, it's not, it's, I like the, the lengths, you know, it's not, it's the kind of album that could have easily just blown out, you know, it's covers how many yes. favorite rockabilly songs that Jimmy must have wanted to play, but yep. it's, it's just over half an hour, uh, leaves you wanting more. The longest song, is, the longest two songs actually are Don Walker ones. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then the, so the final song is a Chris Cheney song called 25 to Life. Oh, yeah. And this does, to me, it sounds like Chris Cheney. Absolutely. Are we interested listening to this this album, this track specifically, and then going to listen to Chris Cheney's album later and see if there's much, like, crossover? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I think this, do you remember when, I'm sure The Living End covered um, Tainted Love, and I reckon this oh. has got a little bit of their version of that. 
but uh, yeah, I really like this song as well. This is probably maybe my third favorite. But uh, there's no duds on it. It's all all no. great fun. Um, and you know me, I don't love slow songs, so all of them are like upbeat. So that's yeah, all, that's right. All my vibe. You're maybe why I enjoyed only, it so much. I am only here for the cum thumpers. Let me see if I can find. More tinkling in the background. <laughs> yeah. And that uh, Slim Jim drum tapping. Yeah. Someone, if you if there'd you know totally anything be, about drums, tell us be, what we're trying to yeah, say. There'd be terms for all these stupid things we're trying to say <laughs> that... Uh, uh, I, I found the Living Ends Tainted Love. See if you can hear what oh, I'm yes. saying. Okay, it's nothing like yeah. that. <laughs> no, it's it's that it's the short. Um... Oh, I do remember this. He says "shad" like. Uh, Sad. Ja- Jamie from, um, you know that Chris <laughs> Lilly J- character? Jamey? Yeah, Jamey. Shad. Sad. I was thinking of Moira from Shit's Creek. Oh, a little bit of Moira. Couple of uh, comedy icons. Banger. Yes. All right, well, I get, we got to start wrapping up, I think, Sam. Uh, I've got to go see... One of the more bizarre shows I think I'll ever see. It's um, a roast of John Cleese. Is he there? He'll be there. And it's um, Aussie comedians roasting him, who I imagine a lot of them he would never have met or heard of. Um, but it's like Tom Gleason and Limo and a bunch of big name Aussie <laughs> comedians. But, you know, um, Al and Andy from Stupid Studios, they, yeah. they've written for some of the roasters. Oh, my God. So I'm going, going along as a plus one with them to have a look. So i I got to jump on the trains shortly. But um, do you want to give us your favourite track on the album? I think I've already sort of played I, my hand there. Johnny's Gone is probably my standout. But, I, I mean, it's I love them all, really. I tossed up heavy between Crazy Crazy Lovin' and Johnny's Gone. I think I might lean towards more to Crazy Crazy Lovin', but I also really loved the Real Wild Child cover. So perhaps good. Perhaps for the familiarity of it, but banging nonetheless. Yeah. Uh, so what – I was trying to remember how we used to rate these albums. We did for the Cold Chisel albums, it would be how – how cold? How many degrees? How cold is how, the chisel? How cold is the chisel? Uh, with zero being the maximum score. And the then goodest. the warmer it got, the worse or the less you liked it. <laughs> so what are you thinking? Um, uh, I am going to give it an eight. Uh, no, not an eight. I need a two. Give me a two, please. Um, a two. I will absolutely listen to this again. It's not my usual, but I would absolutely listen to it again. Sick. All right, two. Yeah, eight is like would be... Bad. Your cold, That's your your opposite. least favorite school. My album least favorite so cold chisel album. <laughs> I'm gonna say for me, um, I really liked it too. I'm gonna say give it a th- three. A three, um, nice. Yeah, I I put it. I um, enjoyed it um, very much. Just a great amount of fun. Uh, there was some crossover with some maybe probably of the cold chisel. If I'm remembering right, the perfect crime. I think. Had a little bit of this vibe on a couple of the tracks. 
Yeah. Am I remembering that right? I think so. I haven't listened to The Perfect Crime in a while. In quite a while, but um, yeah, I mean, really, it's quite it's quite a different thing. But there are, there is crossover. If you're a Cold Chisel fan, you know there is, it's still the it's old school rock and roll with with keys and everything. But yeah, just obviously leaning way more into the rockabilly sound. Yeah. Uh, so all that is left to do is see if there's any mail in the letters to Allen bag. Um, there has been, and there are also a couple uh, from Darcy and Ben who emailed us in 2021 asking where we are. So apologies, <laughs> 2021. apologies Amazing. for the delayed response. But our man Paul Mellor uh, was our first email back. Oh, I love Paul Mellor from particular little Insta post. Um, I follow Paul Mellor actually on Twitter, and I say this every time he comes up on our <laughs> various podcasts we do. He posts these morning walk photos. He's up there with baby John Burgess and Jimmy Barnes for the most wholesome, wholesome shit. social media content. We love it. I Thank love it. Paul. New listeners will be like, does Matt know every listener by name? And that's the answer really, is yes. <laughs> that's not really the point, okay? I do, but that's just because i got a great memory. It's not because we only have three listeners, all right? Yeah. Wait, do we only have three listeners then? Uh, no, I think there's a couple more. Um, <laughs> it's been a while. Um, but Paul there's says There's as to many us- members of the Barnstormers <laughs> as there are listeners. And we thank each and every one of you <laughs> by name, personally. Um, Paul says to us, dear letters to Alan, Matt and Sam, um, thank you for the heads up from our little socials post. Um, I've given the Barnstormers a listen today, and as a fan of the king, Mr. Presley, not Charles, this hits the spot. <laughs> I still forget that Charles is king. I know. I said, God save the queen the other day, and they were like, it's too late. And I, <laughs> I was reminded. Oh, yeah. um, he says, I've been rocking to the latest. Wait, hang on. What fighters. happened to the queen? Look, we'll talk about it off air. Oh, um, no. I've, I think yeah. Jimmy Barnes has just heard the news. He doesn't <laughs> seem happy about it. Jimmy, so sorry, mate, but. The Queen's sounds, gone. Are you happy or sad? It sounds sorrowful, I think. Is that a happy scream? It's it's an emotional <laughs> scream. Let it out, mate. <laughs> We're here for you, Jimmy. <laughs> They're there. <laughs> gone too soon, Lizzie. Gone too soon. <laughs> that one was That's for you, Lizzie. <laughs> oh yeah. I can't uh, wait to get, get a letter next week being like, guys, it's been one episode. Please stop doing that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, what, um, what's Paul written? Paul's been, he's been rocking to the latest Fooies, Quetzal, Metallica and Sparks albums recently. So this was a nice change. Um, some great covers on there and some Dawn Walker too. Looking forward to hearing your thoughts. All the best. All the best to you, Paul. Thank you. Great, Thank you for persisting Paul. for three years. That is so sweet. We love it. Um, um, Paul, that really meant a lot that you got in contact with us as one of our three listeners. <laughs> the other four of you would be nice to hear yeah. back. If you want to just, I don't know what your maths is like. I said three. He was one of them. And you said the other four. Okay. You said so, five earlier. Look, I, okay. I already, I said at the top, maths is never my strong suit. Okay. <laughs> we just want to know this that you're okay. The other three or two or four, however many you know, the other, the other handful yeah. remaining. Get in contact. We're worried. <laughs> We're worried about you. When um, you don't email, email us, <laughs> <laughs> email us at listennowpod at gmail.com and tell us how bad our maths is. And also, please tell us all of the lingo that we were trying to get to with the music and we just couldn't. We just mm. couldn't get there. What's that the nice. uh, email address to get onto you or onto us at? Uh, listennowpod at gmail.com. 
Awesome. Um, or follow us at Listen Now on Instagram. I think and it's <laughs> Listen Now Pod. Listen Now Pod, it is too. On Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, anything else before we wrap up the letters to Alan Bag, Sam? No. Do you want to tell people how they can uh, follow your socials, though? My socials, sure. Yeah. Um, Matt Stewart Comedy on Instagram and Facebook, Matt Stewart underscore art on Twitter. And I've got an hour comedy stand-up special that's out that came out since we last did an episode. Woo! Maybe I'll put a link to that in the show notes. I'd love yes, you to please. have a look. It's a yeah. bit of fun. <laughs> Anything you want to plug here, Sam, before we move on? Yeah, my... Uh, <laughs> we will. I should also say <laughs> we are planning years. <laughs> to finally come back and finish our season our two with the countdown 80s. as well. We will get there. We promise. At some point. Um, yeah, I want to plug my uh, brother-in-law's band Midnight Rangers, who are based in Alice Springs, which I believe is a, a notable uh, Australian musical centre, <coughs> Moss. Um, you can follow them on Midnight Rangers 69 on Instagram. That's a hot uh, handle. Too damn hot straight, to handle, I think. Damn straight it is. <laughs> um, I've really got to run for this train, but we should listen to them next time around if you can get hold of some of their tunes. I'll see what I can do. Uh, but in the meantime, nothing else to say, but goodbye, Astrid. Goodbye. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.